0: And Three, two, and one Welcome to our weekly Wednesday night shear. This week's Shir As the other weeks Is dedicated Liel Nishmas Aram Baruch Halevi Ben Yehuda Hola v'Shalom and of course in the Basara Oh sorry. This dedication, and we didn't get signed on here in Skype. Sorry, folks on Skype. One second. Here we are. Oh, I It's let this out. Thank you. Oh, boy. We lost the airplane. There we go. Okay, thank you. I'm sorry. We already mentioned our weekly dedications. Um, they should be good to for their families. This Shabbos is We begin. We embark on a new Chumash known as Teiras Kehanim. Deals with the Karbanes, with the sacrifices brought in the Holy Temple. This Shabbos is Rish Chedesh. Rish Chaydash Nisan. Chedesh, Haseh Lachem, Rish Chedoshim. This Chedesh comes as the Rish Chedoshim, as the head of the Chedoshim. Head of all the months. Therefore, because Shabbos is Rez Chaydish, and because last Shabbos was Pasha's Parah, therefore the Shabbos that follows Pasha's Parah but it doesn't follow Pasha's Parah really is the opposite. It's the Shabbos, Pasha's Parah precedes this Shabbos which is a Chaydish. Since last Shabbos was para this with this week we had Shachhidish. So and Shabbos Shahedish, as we said, could be one of two things. Either it could be Shabbos Rish Khedish Nisan or the Shabbos Mavarchim Khedish Nisan. If Rish Khedish comes out on Shabbos, then obviously the Shabbos Mavarchim would be Parah, para. As we see this year Baruch Hashem. Pasha Khidish. is therefore red oh man no sound oh man let's try it again sorry are we better case now give me a thumbs up if you hear us I can't see you but okay I guess I got a thumbs up this time are good Sound working? Here we go. Alright. Sorry, Scranton. Um, Scranton, if you can stay on after the sheriff, for a minute, i got to ask you a question. For some reason, the... Oh, okay. Computer froze for a second. See if can the fresco with a cup. Shabbos Also, this Shabbos in HaShem. Something wrong with my video. Keeps freezing. This Shabbos, Be'ez Hashem is will be because the Shedish we do something else besides Tzviras Shabbos which entails, of course, as you know, as every Shchedish entails um, Halil, half Halil cuz the It also will. Entail in Musaf prayer, we say Ata Yitzavta. So we don't say the regular Musaf. I think I need to the video. I think it's frozen. Please bear with us one second. There'll be two parts to this week's video. Apparently, Houston, we have a problem. We have to get back a technician in here doesn't work i going to take off the sound from you okay you still hear me right good okay um, the video is going to be problematic uh, we will pick up little further on the shir, there'll be a little break on the video programming, and it'll come back on, hopefully, in the middle of the year For right now, we're going to continue only the audio. So this is also besides adding Halal Ati Yitzarte, and Musaf, we also begin on a daily basis, now in the month of Nisan, will begin the recitation of the Nasi uh, which we will soon discuss let us begin with HaKedosh Reish HaZem giving a moment please to Our video to resume. Not quite sure what happened here. We had technical difficulties on the video. Here we are live. Okay. My apologies for the breaking up of the shir here tonight. Um, Technical difficulties on the video. This Shabbos we're going to read. Parashat Hu, this month is to you. Hakkadish Baruchu commands the Jewish nation the establishing of the month of Nisan. What does he establish? What does the Jewish say? Command the Mitzvah of Pesach. Hakkadish HaZel Back in the beginning of Shemais, chapter 12, verse 2. However, last Shabbos, as we said before, we read Pasha's Parah. And Pasha's Parah, talks about, what we said last week, the Pada Aduma. Giving the opportunity for people to become purified from Tumas Mase. Technically, in the order of events, as we say it, Paschus happens, HaKedis happens before Paschus Parah. First of all, my chronologically, we'll talk about just in the Chumash itself, Paschus is in Shemais, and Paschus Parah is in Bamidbar. The first Parah Duma was brought the day after Rish Chedish Once the Mishkin was set up. If you keep in school, it's a you're Shalmi, in Megillah, Peter, Gimel, Halacha, hey. And the Imara asks this question. Why would Parah be read before Khaidish if Parah took place after Khaidish? And the Imara says, because this is the purification of the Jews. And since the Jews need to be purified before they brought their sacrifices, therefore the para is brought down before the Kedish. This just throws things around. It's not, you're not giving me a solid answer, Yamara. If the para dumos for the taharah of Yisrael then you needed the parah before you put up the mishkan. Who was putting up this mishkan if the people were impure? You had to have pure people, pure intentions. Everything needed to be pure. How could the people that were impure, that were tamil, tamil, mason, set up the mishkan? Therefore, the question is now begged to ask if you're telling me that the sanctification. And the holiness and everything brought about was because of was through the Parah why was it not done before we brought the Mishkan before the Mishkan was set up Let us discuss spiritually these two parishes HaChadosh Zalachem discusses Pesach The main point of HaChadosh Zalachem becomes Chayadish Nisan, and the reason we want to know about Chayadish Nisan is because the 14th day of Nisan, the Yidin left Mitzrayim. And therefore, hence we celebrate, on Tezvav, on Tezvav actually, throughout the world, the Chagah Pesach. What is Pesach? What type of Jew is represented in Pesach. The Jew represented in Pesach is the Tzaddik. Pesach represents the service of the Tzaddikim, the righteous people. On Pesach, the Jewish nation was born. We left Egypt. And therefore, all the Jews came into the category of Gerim, of converts. And we know Ger is Geyer, Kick out it. A convert that converts is like a child that's born. And so too is a tzaddik gammur. Everyone, therefore, is in a level of tzaddik gammur, they were like they were just born. The newborn child has absolutely no sins, cannot possibly have sins. No, we do not, all those mothers that are going to complain now, we do not consider the, the baby in the womb kicking in the mother. A, a sin. It's not a sin, I'm sorry. When the baby's outside the womb and kicks the mother, it might be a sin. Inside the womb, it can kick the mother. So, therefore, the child is newborn, has no sin. And since Gerish and his guy is like Cotton Shenailed. And the Eden were like were in the level of gatim of converts now that they left Egypt. So therefore, the Pesach represents the concept of Sadiqim. Sadikim gemurim. On the flip side, what does Poro come to represent? Porra represents the Balichuva. It comes to purify and to elevate the person that was tummy the mace, and the parah is actually referred to the parah the parah duma was actually referenced by the ebbiste as a chatos for the cheta eagle. You keep score at home. It's a gemara and avei dezara. Bechav gimel twenty three side two. That Paraduma actually was a forgiveness for the Chet Every sort of Aveda, there's a Mila over a second sort. The maila of Aveda Satsadikin is it brings down Kedusha or Yen into the world. And the same thing also is the establishing of the Mishkan, setting up the Mishkan in Rishchidosh Nisan. This is the look of the Tzaddikim. The building of the Mishkan was so that we can have the resting of the Shekhinah. On the other hand, the Balachiva, what happened to the Balachiva? Generally, we have a misconception of the Baal tshuva. tshuva. means somebody that masters his repentance. What does that mean? It means that he was doing the right thing, and he left the right path, and after leaving the right path, After leaving the right path he repented. Whoa. I don't know how well you're going to hear on this phone, but we're going to try. After leaving the right path he repented. This is He returned in repentance. On the other hand, the person that never knew, a person that was born at Tinik Shanishba, someone's knocking my door down, and there's no one here to answer it. One moment, folks. person that was tinik shenijba and that never knew the way of Torah never knew what it meant and meant and met suddenly through divine providence through God's messenger meets somebody or meets something or brings away somehow comes into the way of Torah Is not necessarily considered a bal He's not a person that's chayze b'tshuva. And also, very importantly, the Rebbe insisted, very very much, never to consider it kiruv rechokim. We're Mekarav a Jew. We bring a Jew closer to Judaism. We're not Mekarav Rechaikim. A Jew is never far from Tera. If a Jew is not connected to Tera, if a Jew did not have the opportunity to study Tera in a yeshiva, to study Tera at home, for whatever reason it was, he lived in a place where there was no yeshiva, his parents did not deem it important for him to learn Tera whatever it might be they could not afford a yeshiva if that exists really because there are yeshivas made just for that and now he finds his way to Tata study he's not irachik He's not somebody that's at a distance from Judaism, from God, and therefore we say we're makariv rechokim. We're makariv him. We're bringing back our brethren to a proper situation. I know. I told you that this phone is very bad, having a big problem with this phone. And let's do something else here. One second. This second level of the Tshuva is represented here in the forgiveness of the Khatas of the Eagle. Are you there? Atlantic? Okay, good. Every sort of service, each of these two, the Tzadik and the Tshuva each one has a plus. Over the other, the plus of the service of the tzaddik, he brings down the highest levels of kedusha from above, from the highest levels, the highest worlds above, and brings it down to the world. And that's the establishment, establishment of the mishkan on Nisan, the involvement, the accomplishments of the tzaddikim, and therefore they caused the resting of the Shekhinah in the world. The baal on the other hand, who unfortunately had strayed from the path, had regrets and returned in Shuvah, and repented for their sins, unfortunately don't reach that high level of Kedusha and spirituality and purity. But they ultimately purify elevate world itself in a stronger fashion. They take the actual world in which we exist and make it a better place. So whereas the Tzaddik is involved with all the high spheres and all the high worlds from above and dealing with the highest levels of spirituality and bringing them down into the world, The Baal on the other hand is taking the world the mundane world and making it a holy place. There's nothing to talk about. To begin with the person needs to work on the Avedah Tzaddikim without sinning. But it should never happen. A person, Akhmanul Atslan, falls, gets trapped, mm-hmm. and Akhmanul he goes, he strays from the path. They work now and they cause in their Avedis at and because of this, the Mishkan was established in the format of the Aved of therefore the Seyfes HaPara, the Chatos of Para Aduma, which represents Tshuva, is read before HaKhidosh. Because Parshat HaKhidosh, the establishment of the Mishkan the first time, was already... In the world. The kedusha was in the world. That kedusha gives us strength till today. And gives us strength to do Tshuva. And Tshuva is the purification of the Jew. And that we need to remember today. As we read Pashat Chedesh, and the holiness that continues from the establishment of the Mishkan, it continuously pours into us strength, inner strength, belief, emuna, in order to succeed in our tshuva, in succeeding overcoming our worst nightmares, overcoming our worst fears, overcoming our worst trials and tribulations. And it makes it pure, and makes us ready, Immediately, when the tenth paraduma will be burnt, and the ultimate purification of the nation will be the Ghulamit ashtayma through Mashiach And therefore, They both need each other, both the tzaddik and the baltshuva, in order to coexist and to make the world a better place. The Mendel Futafas, who we've spoken many a times about, was a chassid, a true chassid. And he was sentenced to hard labor in Siberia for a long, long time. We've told many stories about him. He was sitting in prison one night and this Cossack of a prisoner a goya, a puya a story said, I had a very funny story. And a listened to the story it was amusing but more importantly he found a lesson to this. This fellow was a devoted soldier in the Tsar's army. And he was riding out with his stallion, riding through the roads, and he got very tired. He got very, very tired and he had to rest. So he pulled over by a tree, And his loyal horse stood next to him and he lay down next to the tree in the shade to sleep. Half an hour later or so, he woke up. He washed his face off a little bit, cold water, washed his eyes, jumped back on the horse and began to travel. Short while later, he arrives in a city, the town. The, tell, the smell of the town was awful. And he says, oh, this must be a town of a tannery where they make the skins, of the animals, that's why it smells so bad. I'm getting out of here quick. And he rides out of, the field, out of the town quickly. He says, but I got out of the town and the smell still lingered. It was awful. And I realized I was riding through fields. In the fields, the manure must be terrible. The smell is so bad. They must have just planted I rode as fast as I could out of the fields and I came out of the fields and the smell was still there I thought maybe there are dead carcasses around or something that smells so bad Ach, he says finally I got off my horse I couldn't take the smells anymore everywhere I went the smells were just no matter how fast I rode, the smell was horrible He says, and I started to wipe my face and I wiped my mustache, he says. And I realized when I fell asleep by the tree, my horse blessed me. And I had the excrement of the horse in my mustache. So no matter how far I was running, and fast I was running, the smell was (laughs) was under my nose. And this, the Kazakh felt extremely, extremely funny. Even if he was the point of the mockery said it Mendel "Kibakuk, how often does a Yid say ah I can't sit next to this guy in shul he's a terrible, he did something terrible I can't go near this guy he did something terrible this guy I can't count for a minion I won't dab with this guy's minion he's a terrible wherever they go they seem to find something terrible do they realise sometimes that their mustache is dirty and they're the ones that smell? No. They don't. This is the concept of the Balchuva. How the Balchiva knows and says, I need to purify and elevate everything around. I find, unfortunately, a smell. I don't blame the smell on something or someone else. I look around me and I check where is this smell coming from. I check around me to see if there's something I can do about that smell. I don't run from the smell. I see to elevate. I see to inspire. I see to impart a message to those that went astray as I did and I seek to make sure that they are in a better place and this is the message of Pasha Chiddush, which follows which has to be preceded by Pashas Spada throughout the month of Nisan we omit the Tachanun prayer the entire month of Nisan, good news Shachris and Mincha, we do not say Tachanun. We don't say it at night. No Tachanun throughout the month of Nisan. Why? The first 12 days of Nisan, we are celebrating. We are celebrating with the Nisim, the heads of the tribes that brought their sacrifices, each one on a different day, in on the Khnuk Samizbeh. then we have the 8 days of Hanukkah of Pesach so 12 and the 8 is 20 days of Yom Tevim 20 out of the 30 days we don't say Tachin and therefore the rest of the month we don't say Takman either that's why we don't say Tachin throughout the month of Nisan let us go to the first 12 Shedesh Nisan as we said before was the Chanukas HaMizbeach of the Mishkin. And each one of the days, for the next 12 days, a Nasi from each each tribe brought his Karim for the Chanukas HaMizbeach. Shulchan Aruch tells us this. Erechaim. Every day a different Nasi, a different head of tribe. In order to commemorate this, the custom was established, which goes until today. We read each day the nasi that brought the sacrifice of that day. Maybe keeping score at home is Gemara Sechthis, Psachim Kuf Mem Ahmed 140, side 2, telling us about the Nasiim of each day and why we read it. Everyone has a different way of doing it. There are those that take out a shifter, literally, literally, and read it every day. And there are those, Melichabad, for one, that reads it from a sitter. The first day, we start from Vayihib, welcome HaKum mishkan, And the last day, we say until, on the thirteenth day, we talk about the atavas Semenidahs. Each day, we read the different Nasi's karban Question becomes, the nasiim brought this karban once. They were coming for the grand opening, they were celebrating the inauguration of the Mishkan. This happened in the Midbar, in the desert. Before they came into Israel, before they entered the Holy Land. Why then are all the generations thereafter obligated to remember this in such a form and fashion? Another thing we need to understand. After the reading of the Nasi, there is a Yehidat the Hirotzin, may it be the will of God. And we talk about the Nasi that we just spoke about, and we say, if I am from this Shevet that I read today from the Parsha, then as I Yahirun Olaya Aliyah Aliyah kedishin Kala Sakdush Vikdushas, zeha shavit. Enlighten, please, for me all the sparks, the holy sparks, and all the lights, all the holy lights that are brought about from the sanctification of this shavit. In other words, if I come from this shavit, there are 12 shvatim. You only come from one. So the other 11 days. This is superfluous. It's not connected to you. And still in all, the Jew, every Jew, says this every every one of the twelve days. Not only that, Koyhanim and Levim, who come from Shevet Levi, and Shevet Levi is not even included in the 10, twelve Shatim, also say it, and they say, if I come from this Shevet. Something is a little awkward here. The generalization of these karbanes, of these sacrifices, was specially established for the inauguration of the Mizbeach of the altar. This unfold, this however happened in the desert. the beginning of the service of the Jews for all generations to come. The inauguration of the altar is Chanukas. Chanukas is from the word Chinuch. Chinuch is education. They educated, they brought about the first inauguration of the Mizbeach, and this is ultimately the foundation, the fundamental foundation of the inauguration of each and every person's life. And this is the tachlus of everybody's life. And therefore the Chanukas is beach had to be done through all the Shvatim. In order to feel the strain, the stress to Emphasize the service of the Jews, how it has to be done through all different facets of Jews. And the same thing also all the Nasiim had to bring different sacrifices. For the Nasi represents his entire shaved, his entire tribe. And when he does something, he elevates the tribe with him. This, therefore, explains to us why this is perpetuated for generations hereafter. Each Nasi of the generation is like the first Nasi. And through being Mekashar to the Nasi, through connecting ourselves to the Nasi, we merit to the Hashpah, to the effect and the light of the holiness of each and every Shevet. And when we are mekusher with the Nasi each and every one of the Jews, each and every Jew, receives the Hashpah from all twelve Shvatim at once, simultaneously. And this is also the Nasi HaKel. Nasi is Kel everybody. And the same way also each and every Jew can ask, She Shall call Hashvatum Achidim, a Jew can request that all the lights that are given from this Shavit should be given to him as well. Time, time, time. The men will tell another story. Another one of the Kazakhs was unfortunately a Jewish child who was enlightened, unfortunately. He saw the light of the world, went off to become a abundaka, this or that, joined communism. But ultimately, when Stalin came around, he was arrested and thrown into the jails. So he tells Ramendel, I see it's all a fake, it's all one big bluff. Communism and this, and that's all one big bluff. So Ramendel says, film. do something Jewish. Say Shema with me. Eh. I don't believe in that either. But I'll tell you a story. We had our classes to teach us about all the Shtusum and courses and all the brainwashing of the communism and everything. And after the classes, in the afternoon, we would go to work in a mill. And each group had their own like leader, like a counselor. we were going to the mill to do the wheat and a, walking in the opposite direction of us was a group of from kids from Khsidim. and at their head was the Rizhine and we started knocking them, started making fun of them, started mocking them laughing at them humiliating them. And then we started throwing things. The leader of the group was taking rocks and throwing it at the Rushna. And the original said, I see you want a mishuna. I see you want an ugly death. Huh. Yeah, he says, an ugly death. You hear this? He's going to give me an ugly death. You hear this? Stupid man. And he was laughing, and we laughed with him. And we walked away. And we came to the mill. And he's still laughing about the Misa Meshunah. Ha! What a foolish old man. Who does he think he is? And he turned around to look at us to the group. Someone had started the machinery already. And as he turned around for a minute, his coat got caught in the machine. started to pull him in. It was very fast, the mill. As the mill started to spin faster, someone else tried to jump and push the stop button, but the momentum was already rolling, and he couldn't get out of his coat, and he had a Misa Mishana. He went through that mill. They put him through the mill, literally. And before our very eyes, we saw... A major miracle of the Regina, but you know what? We didn't care. We cleaned up the mess and we kept working until today. I know it was a miracle. I know how great he was and everything else. Not my not my cup of tea. to say one more thing on the Parsha but I also wanted to talk a little bit about the Hagodah first this is really about Shabbos Hagodah So, truth to be told we can leave this for next week's year for Shabbos Hagodah we'll give about Shabbos Hagodl and about Pesach we'll leave that alone let's go back to the Parsha Basically, in the Holocaust of the Chag, we need to, of course, learn some of the halachas of the Chag. We need to see to it that we sell our Chomets. After Hishchidosh Nissen, of course. Mayimit Shloshetim is the, according to the Altarebbe, the way of being sold the Chomets, which means we sell it to the Rav, and the Rav sells it to the guy The Rav becomes our agent, but he ultimately has ownership. There are those people that go away for Yom till they leave the keys of their house to get off. Oh, no, that's not good. Okay. I don't know what that was. Okay. I'm um, thinking has to be done the night before Pesach. If the person is traveling person does B'dikah's chametz prior to that without a Bracha Bracha is only made the night before if a person is going to go away somewhere person should see to it that they maybe make B'dikah where they are and see to make the burning of the chametz out of Pesach at which time they'll say they call Chamira and Um the Seder it is preferable that one drinks wine, not grape juice. Obviously, if a person is not allowed to drink wine, they can just mix wine into their grape juice. <laughs> very small excuses, very poor excuses for not having to drink wine. There are very, very light wines that are made today. We don't have to drink like in the olden days. We used to drink Malaga wine, a wine, Tokay wine again. I don't know what's wrong with the computer. Okay. The computer is not going to the video video's not going to have the end of the shoe, it looks like. Let's go back to the end of the Pashav Nefesh ki Sechta Bishkoga Vim Nefesh Achas Techta Bishkoga. cords, if it's going to stay, if it's going to hold. I don't know what it's going to do. Okay. It is in a bad mood. At the end of the fashion talks about a person does a sin, shaking by accident. And... Pasha enumerates Karm Chatos, Kabonis of Chatos, and Asham Toli. Karm Chatos, <coughs> one needs to bring one who did an Avera by accident. Asham Toli, one brings on a Suffolk Avera. They're not sure if they did Naverah. I don't know if any of the shoes say in the video today. A person has a doubt if they did the sin or not. shaggy they bring an Asham If you're following, if you're keeping score at home, the Gemara Krisis, you're dying days. The Gemara tells us, explains to us, brings out an Aveda similar to this. Someone that had in front of him two types of shuman, fat, and he ate one of them, and then afterwards he found out this was not, that one of them was kosher meaning the other one was Khelev, which is fats that's prohibited. He brings a karb in Ashram Tali. Then the Gemara says, Gibbis home, Zvokim, Zvokim, Mem Chesam 48 side 1. What is the minimum a person needs to bring for each one of these karbanas? Echatos, the Basdanka, and Ashram Bashtayim. Which means a khatos person needs to bring the least for the amount of a coin called a danka. The minimum of a carbon asham. Person needs to bring Stein, which is two sloyim, which is about forty eight dankois. The mother asks, how is it possible? That in a doubt, a suffic chet, a person needs to bring more than a person who did a suffic on accident. On pur- not on purpose, by accident, but he knows he did it. Cheda, the person who did an Aveda, knows he did the <laughs> Aveda, should have to bring a more expensive carbon. Rabbi Yerna answers the main kapoda is not the carbon, but the tshuva. And the reason for this carbon is to awaken the person to tshuva when a Jew knows that he's sinned he has feelings for tshuva and therefore it's enough he brings a cheap carbon just to make him aware that he needs to do tshuva but if a person is not sure if he did an avera and I don't really have to do chuva. I might not have done it. Therefore, the good obligates him to bring a more expensive karm so that he should properly do chiva. The explanation, of course, is totally is not totally on track. we know that the carbon also rectifies the wrongdoing it's like fixing up the wound fixing up the hole so if an Ashram Tully has to be more expensive than a Chathos we have to understand that the Ashram Tali caused more damage than the khatos. Than the sin of the chakos. How is that possible? That a person might have committed a sin, not even sure he did, is more culpable and caused more damage spiritually to himself than a person who's not sh- the, the person is not sure if they did anything to one that did an accident by accidentally sin. So ultimately. let's analyze this the difference between the chet a sin on purpose and a sin by accident the actual sin we know of course the person who does it on purpose is more severe because he's saying I'm throwing off the yoke of heaven. And therefore, of course, he needs much more tshuva, and the damage is much worse. But someone, who is totally enveloped in the world, in Kedusha, doesn't sin even b'shegik. And the tzaddik says, it doesn't come his way to sin. So therefore, someone who is a tzaddik, is totally disconnected, from any possibility of doing a sin. By accident, not by accident. The mere fact that someone does, that a sin comes to them, shows that inside is something wrong. Therefore we tell the person to bring a chattas, on a chet b'shkogah, on a sin that they did to fix their inside, their problem that caused that they could accidentally do a sin. But after the fact that he knows he did a sin, he can fix his begam easier. On the other hand, someone who doesn't know they did a sin, they don't have the remorse. And therefore his evil, his wickedness, his bad, is buried much deeper. And he doesn't even recognize it. Therefore he needs to bring an Ashim Tali, More expensive karma To dig deeper into his essence. And from here we learn how important it is to attach ourselves to good and to holiness. So the person should be definite, should be sure that his own innards have no doubts. They are given over totally to HaKadosh Baruch Totally to His Tera. Totally to His Mitzvahs. And therefore when we find a person to connect ourselves to, to attach ourselves to, we need to do so. And we need to live off their goodness. Live off their Emunah. Live off their Kedusha. Live off what they give, what they exude, what they give off. And ultimately gain it and use it for our own, as we will with the gaining of the mitzah of the Paraduma Asiri, the tenth Paraduma which will be brought by Mashiach Tzidkenu Vim Shabbat Shalom to all Don't forget this Shabbos to start saying the Nasi and of course, Rosh Chodesh Tov to all, all right.